Okay, this is our fourth attempt. Always yeah. six, so that complicates things a little, but... <laughs> I'm sorry, I was trying to hold it back. Oh, my God. Um, um, so, Ollie's sick. It's 10.54 a.m., March 10th, 2023. Yeah. We're in Ollie's room, both wearing masks, and I have a topic for today. It's your turn. Go ahead. So, for the topic today, I've been thinking a lot about, like, I always see these, like, (laughs) it's going to sound corny. I always see these good quotes and, like, passages from books um, that I feel, like, really resonate with me. And I I see a lot of them, and they're from different, like, you know, different religions, different backgrounds. And I always wonder, like, if you're not religious, which I'm not religious right now, how can you kind of like build a set of almost spiritual or maybe moral tenets to to kind of live by like seriously live by um and how does that look like maybe do you write them down do you kind of i was thinking of taking a day and just kind of sorting through all these basically all these values and and ideas of how to live and kind of you know, writing down some of the most important ones and trying to kind of almost make it like a manifesto or kind of like, kind of like just kind of build your own spirituality that way. Yeah. That's funny because I've actually dealt with the same exact thing. Like, there's all these habits you can build and things like that. But I've always wondered, like, like, there's also all these, like, values and quotes and stuff that I really love. You know, and you can't really just, like, implement them as a habit, (laughs) you know. It's just more of a mindset that you go about life with. Yeah. Um, And you have to be consciously thinking about it. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I I think there's kind of, for me, there's, like, two ways of doing this. One would be kind of what you were saying. It's, like, finding your favorite ones and not having to make it perfect, you know, yeah. And maybe reciting them every morning or something, or having, like, having a list of them in your pocket or your wallet, where you go around and stuff. Yeah. Um, and understand that you're not always going to be able to follow them, even though you started reciting them. Yeah. And have them in your pocket. You know, that's, like, one of the hardest things. Like, you need to understand that, like, this isn't going to just change everything, and yeah. you're going to be like someone with all all these different, like, perfect perspectives on the world. And I think the second way would be to find, as opposed to, like, a religion, you could find a philosophy that works for you. And so, probably the best example of this is Stoicism, where it kind of already lays out all these values and tenets and ideals to follow. And it's, of course, not religious or based in a dogma. Um, Well, that's the thing. I don't... I I haven't fully identified with any philosophy. I know that. Okay. I'm a, I'm attracted to stoicism because it has elements of how I want to live, but what the four the four <coughs> Oh my god. Sorry. The four, it's okay. The four like um tenets of philo- of stoicism are what um justice, temperance, wisdom, Courage. And courage. Yeah. 
And I feel like that doesn't cover everything for me. Yeah, sure. You know, like, then, so, but then the other thing is, like, the thing I think that comes close, the document that comes closest to me for, uh, that comes closest to, like, really representing how I want to live is the 14 mindfulness trainings that Thich Nhat Hanh, um, wrote. Yeah. But I, but I, I feel like I should reassess just because I feel, I feel like I've heard so many other, like, I, I think I could just incorporate other things too, so I don't know. Yeah, I, it's, that's, this has actually been a, a pretty difficult thing that I've been dealing yeah. with too. It's, it's not it's really easy, tough. it's not. Yeah. It's like, there's so many out there, like, you want to be a minimalist, you want to be a stoic, you want to <laughs> yeah. follow Buddhist ideals, you want to follow but your the, heart. But you the wanna, thing is that, like... Like, all these different things. Yeah. The thing is that I think if you really do dive deep into the 14 mindfulness trainings, they they manifest, like, a lot of those things. Like, yeah. for sure, minimalism, because of the... Um, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it it's, like, the right... Actually, it's right here. You have it right here. I do. It's like the right way of life or something. What is it? Right livelihood. Yeah. Yeah. Right livelihood really encourages like sustainability, minimalism, just, you know, living with what you need, I think. Um, yeah. And not using things or buying things that harm others, other beings. So I feel like that's why the mindfulness trainings work so well is because they do really encourage all that and they have a huge focus on compassion too which is what yeah. what i think stoicism lacks yeah i think yeah for me how i've kind of remedied remedied this personally meaning it's not going to really like work for everyone else necessarily is that instead of trying to find a list of like all of the best ones, you know, I've more looked recently for the no, kind of number one best rule to live your life by. And of course, there's, there's, no, just hear me out, hear me out, because there's, <laughs> your classic line, remember? If, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hear yeah. me out, yeah. yeah. No, because I feel like people are going to try to, like, crack me down once I say something. But actually, hear me out, because it's like, they'll, they'll always be like, more things to learn that will change your life or like in like improve your productivity by 200 percent or you know like save you 13 hours a week you know but finding the number one value has been helpful for me and just simplifies everything you know there's like physical minimalism and then there's like technology minimalism and then i feel like there's also like spiritual minimalism in a way or, like, value minimalism. Um, and so the value that has stood out most to me is the one that is expressed in A Path with Heart by Jack Cornfield that I've been rereading. And it's basically that all of the wisdom that you need is already accessible, which we talked about in the last podcast, last session. Um... But it can be found in the heart, which can seem kind of a little bit hippie and, and well, no, pseudo weirdy, you know, like what? No, like, no, no, well, just, no. Like I think for a lot of like you know 
atheists or whatever, I, I consider myself an atheist, saying you should follow your heart sounds like kind of a strange Just abstract, thing. abstract. Abstract, yeah. Hard to grasp and not actually really useful. But when you really, like, I don't know, look deeper, it could be really helpful. Yeah. I guess I'm rambling a little bit. No, no. Yeah. I just don't know if, like, that, for me, like, it's hard to, to just go that minimalist. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like, um, narrow it down to one value. I mean, I tried to, I tried to kind of do that with, I heard this one talk by a monk that, that, um, made a lot of sense to me where he said, if you can bring, Presence, gratitude, and generosity into every moment. Basically, those are things that will will actually bring happiness. And not that seeking happiness is like the ultimate goal, but that was just the goal of his talk. He was talking about happiness, but that seemed like a good, a really good baseline. Because presence is, you know what all of this is based off of like you know meditation at least for me and and being aware and grateful of your life comes from presence Mm -hmm. and then gratitude from that presence and then after being grateful i feel like springs like generosity and compassion and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but it's not just that so i don't know yeah, I feel like I feel like I would like to take a day and really kind of um try to solidify what I believe. Mm. Yeah. I've I've actually done that a good amount in my writing. For me it for me personally I don't know, it hasn't really worked. I, and I I think it can definitely work for you. Maybe maybe not. Who knows? Of course, you, not me, but for me, what's been helpful in terms of, like, self-improvement and spirituality and all those things is simplifying it all down. But how do you know it hasn't worked? Because I've seen changes in you that I wouldn't have expected from anything else but kind of deep reflection. Well, I have done deep reflection. I mean, That's what I'm I don't want to say I've done a lot of deep reflection as a 15-year-old, but I, I think I've done some reflection. But it's not, like, when I try to create, like, a coat of arms for myself, that hasn't been where I felt the most change. The most change is when I just, literally, when it's just, when I'm just present with, like, Instead of, like, like oh, am I living up to this ideal now, or am I using this, like, breathing strategy right now, you know? <laughs> like, the the best I've ever felt, really, spiritually and, and everything else, has been when I'm just, I read a great chapter of A Path with Heart, and I feel whole, and, like, I can love myself and others. And that's basically it. And it's, yeah. I'm just, like, present in the moment. And I don't have to use all my different strategies or values all at once. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that, just finding that kind of compass that where it's, like, not very intellectual. Yeah. It's, like, that's what I'm saying about, like, presence, grat- gratitude, and generosity. But um, I think there's something to be said for how 
in religion, there's, well, first of all, there's that community aspect. And then also, like, there's, like, an aspect of, of, of verbalizing and maybe even writing down some of the values that you have and repeating them so that you really internalize them, you know? Right. Um, so I think that would be something that would help me, at least to identify them. And, and that wouldn't mean that in every moment I'm trying to intellectualize what my values are, but I think the more I think, the more I think about them and, and the more I'm actually solid on what I believe, um, the more they will manifest, you know, when I actually do something because I'll, I'll maybe it's subconscious, but I'll, I'll just kind of try to act more about my values. Yeah. Because I actually know what they are. Right. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. What do you think about, um, how do you build that with other people or can you build that with other people if you're not religious? Oh, like a set of values? Like, yeah, how do you find people with those? Because I feel like, even, I mean, even me and you have different, I, I guess not very fundamentally different values, but. I think, I think, I think if I brought up one of my values, you'd say like, oh yeah, that's, that's a good thing to value. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like, oh, that, like my number one wouldn't necessarily be your number one. Yeah, exactly. But, but I don't think we would disagree on any. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's where spirituality, religion, and philosophy converge to create a community with similar values. Mm. You know, that's why it's like, you know, it's it's kind of hard to find a club. It's like, it's difficult to like go to school and find a club where it's like, in this club we value these things, <laughs> but we don't name it as a philosophy or a religion or spirituality. <laughs> you know. It's yeah. much easier to find a club on stoicism, you know, or yeah. optimistic nihilism. Yeah. You know, which is like, I don't know, maybe not necessarily bad, but just interesting. Yeah. 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 I think it's possible to, you know, find people with similar values and, and you know, create a group. But I think the most important thing is identifying them for yourself. Yeah, that's true. So I think that could be the offering for today is like... Take a moment, if you haven't already, through the years of your life, yeah. to consider what you value. Yeah. I think, and keep it minimal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, we'll see you next time. <laughs>